Inspired Execution is a podcast where tech leaders from global enterprises discuss their journey to scaling billion-dollar businesses. Chet Kapoor is chairman and CEO of Datastax, with more than 20 years of experience working with global enterprises. Join us to hear about the experiences and mentors that played a role in their growth. Today, you'll hear from the Senior Vice President of Information Technology at Home Depot, Fahim Siddiqui. He leads the team that delivers a seamless digital experience for all of Home Depot's digital visitors. Before joining Home Depot, Fahim spent three decades leading software development in retail, energy, and telecom sectors. In this episode, Fahim tells us how you'll never have all the insights and teaches us why together a team can do so much more in harmony. Among other fun metaphors, Fahim talks about music being an equalizer for people. Fahim also talks about the reality of today's digital first world when every day is Black Friday. Hear how he leads by scaling within Home Depot. Fahim, I'm very excited to connect with you today. Thank you very much for joining us. It's a great pleasure, Chet. Uh, Always wonderful to be with you. I wanted to start by asking you a little bit about your journey. You've spent time at Sprint, Staples, Home Depot, all different industries. Tell us a little bit about your journey, because it seems like they are very different industries and you've gone through and affected them in many different ways in different parts of their cycle. Yes, Chet. More interestingly, I have had the opportunity to work both as in large corporations as well as being an entrepreneur. And as I reflect back on that, it's really the blend of entrepreneurship and disciplined execution which informed my journey. So when I look at my leadership and mindset, these are the principles that are inherent in both environments, which is entrepreneurship lets you imagine the possibilities of the future and execution and especially within the context of large companies, ensures that you can deliver on the promises this week, this quarter, and over the period of years. That is a very interesting perspective. You would recommend to folks who are starting out on this journey or midway through it that that combination of the art of the possible and staying focused on execution is a phenomenal blend of things. Would you Would you agree with that? Certainly agree. And I was reflecting on just the concept of inspired execution. And I was reflecting on inspiration. And I think inspiration comes a lot from a joint vision of the future, uh, which is better and at some level different, but better than where we are today. And as we look at inspiration, it really is starts the journey, but it's execution that gets us to the finish line. So combining the two, I think, is brilliant. And I think that's a brilliant insight that you have had combining the two together. Thank you. And so Fahim, if you had to pick one of the two, which one came easier and which one did you have to work on? I think it's always easy to dream, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's always easier to dream. But I think it really is grounding into processes, grounding into uh, setting up milestones and follow up, follow through and ensuring that things get done. Something I learned early on from my mentors was our word is our bond. We deliver on our commitments. There's something that one of my former bosses, he was chief engineering officer of MCI at the time, guided me into. And when you say you're going to do it, people should know that you're committed to getting it done. And that that is all about execution. You're absolutely right, especially if you're in startup land, right? Because that's why you, you're disrupting the status quo, right? You're, you're trying to do some things differently. But like I say, ideas are cheap. Smart and execution is what matters. In large companies, though, 
you do have people that know how to execute and you do have to make them believe of the art of the possible. How have you gotten that startup mentality into some of the larger company, our larger company gigs that you've done? I think in, in this concept of inverted pyramid matters, meaning the higher up you move into the organization, the less top-down power you use and the more you empower. You're never going to have all the insights, but a team together can. So the important ability there is to really provide that servant leadership where you are and I am in the service of our associates. Then in that context, you really can unite and inspire everyone. I'm a big fan of, uh, of the symphony. And when you see the concert master who writes down all the details of what the execution will be and the maestro who executes and they bring everybody together. Uh, and that, that is about getting all the right cues at the right time uh, so that there's harmony. Shifting gears, you have now been involved with multiple transformations. You blend the physical and the digital platforms for a seamless experience. Given what we've just talked about and your approach of the art of the possible and execution, do you think these digital transformations vary from industry to industry? Or do you think it is generally the same two things, the art of the possible and the execution? In every transformation, as we learned probably in our, early on in our engineering classes and maths, you start somewhere, you end up somewhere different. That's connected, but different. A lot of times, digital transformations have been viewed as, I'm going to put a bunch of technology and I'll still keep on doing what I was doing. And that works at some level of efficiency, but that's not the end objective. We really want to fully transform where technology enables a new business model. So for instance, at the Home Depot these days, we truly believe, and our CEO, Craig, recently said that, that anymore, the front door to our stores is actually our mobile application and the internet. So when we think about digital transformation in that context, we think about interconnected commerce. We don't think about e-commerce as one thing and in-store commerce as another thing. It's all on the same continuum of the customer journey. And I think if as companies look at it that way, and if they look at how their customer experience and how their associate experience is transformed, what you'll start seeing is this continuum. And, and that leads us to a much better and different place. And I, I believe that's true in any industry. How do you deal with speed? You need to execute thoughtfully, but you have to do it with speed. In startup, speed is important because it is about survival. In a large company, you have momentum of a business model that is changing. Clearly, Home Depot, as an example, didn't start by saying the tip of the arrow is a mobile app, right? The tip of the experience is a mobile app. It was first a store and now it's a mobile app. So you're in this transformation. How do you try to blend being patient and impatient? And the second part is, how do you drive that through the organization? So there's a fundamental grounding in terms of people, process, and technology that one has to have to be able to have speed and acceleration. And that comes a lot in terms of what is your velocity of decision-making? Are you looking at 100% of all the information to get 100% total estimate to what it will take to get everything complete? Or is that okay to test and learn? Is it okay to execute from one agile cycle to the next, be it on a quarterly basis or be it from sprint to sprint? At the Home Depot, we did make that process and people transformation where we do work fully in an agile manner. And in that case, you can actually shift priorities from
from quarter to quarter or from sprint to sprint. But underneath that, the technology transformation just as important, which is having enough of technology that is agile, which is API driven, which is based on modern technologies and the cloud where you have the ability to use and reuse components that have been built, but also the ability to scale them as quickly as you need to. We saw an immense uptake in our online business when the challenges of COVID hit us. At one point, we started seeing Black Friday type of volumes every given day. And that had everything to do with having the people, process, and technology basis to scale out and really provide uh, unparalleled service. Uh, I don't think it's about the big companies or the small companies. I think it's about how we address decision-making. And if we can address decision-making properly, rest of the things follow. That's awesome. I think so. The The point is the, the speed comes from you see a problem, you solve it. You see a problem, you solve it, right? Undoubtedly, undoubtedly. We, in some cases, we deployed, deliver from store and buy online with curbside delivery within a matter of days and or less. I, that's that's awesome. By the way, I continue to to love the the curbside delivery stuff that you guys have done. It's been awesome. So, Fahim, one of the challenges for you beyond speed, and I think you you've definitely found a good way to solve for it and get to the essence of it, is looking at you know as a technologist looking at cool technologies that are coming up on the horizon or might be six or nine months from now. At the same time, being present with business needs. How have you found a way to balance that? I think at this point, we are coming to a view that it's not about any one invention that will significantly change the customer or the associate experience. It is about a lot of how we arrange and rearrange this set of technologies and leverage them. Uh, For instance, data insights today give us a lot better view about the intent of a customer or intent of an associate. So if the customer does not have to click 10 times to get to the product that they're looking for or the service that they're looking for because we have the data insight about their intent. And based on that insight, we can lead them to what they're looking for. Uh, It takes the friction away. And I think through all of this transformation, at the end of the day, we want to reduce the friction. We want to reduce the overhead and deliver the most value. That's, That's awesome. Anything that you are looking forward to maturing that you think will change your experience with customers? Undoubtedly. I think in the past, we always had a stack in technology where you had a great user experience behind it. You had a good set of APIs, which were informed by a great amount of data. And I think now we are starting to add this layer of machine learning, which can understand what the needs might be. So if you're actually looking at some content, what products might be relevant to that? If you're looking for some products, what content might be relevant to that to you? And be able to actually bring that together as a full solution. Yeah, I, by the way, AI and ML has so much potential. But I think as, as, as I talk about this, I think having, being a data-driven, we're all going through digital transformation, but being a data-driven enterprise is uh, actually a precursor to becoming an AI-driven or ML-driven enterprise. And I think uh, you guys are well on your way to do that. Shifting gears, you've been very involved in a variety of causes in Atlanta, like the, like the symphony that you mentioned earlier. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. At the Home Depot, a great gift that our founders gave us had been our values. Within those values, building strong relationships, giving back to the community, and doing the right thing are something that are very important to us. I am passionate about music. 
I am passionate about music as being a great equalizer, which people of all races, all colors, all backgrounds can equally relate to. And, and it actually helps develop a level of confidence, develop a level of achievement. And in that context, being involved with the Atlanta Symphony gives us an opportunity to take this gift and really share it with the community, share it with up-and-coming artists from all different backgrounds. What inspires you? You always have to look, look ahead and expect that the leaders that are going to follow us, the leaders that we are investing in, will be wonderful and great and better leaders, not just in technology, but in humanity, in their entrepreneurship, in their risk-taking, in their delivery. So all the wonderful leaders I get to work with day in and day out, they inspire me because every time I look at them and I say, wow, aren't they so amazing? And, and, and these are young leaders. These are leaders of color. These are, leaders, these are women leaders that have mentored. These are leaders in the organization at all levels. And I look at them and say, the potential and the future is so much brighter. And that, that's what inspires me. By the way, I would, I would agree with that. Every time, I, every time I look at the younger generation and I look at people around me, I'm like, I hope we were as smart as they were when we were that age. They just amaze me with the commitment and they amaze me with the intelligence and so wonderful to see the, these leaders grow. If you take these leaders, they have a lot of potential. If there was a piece of advice you had to give either a younger version of yourself or to them. Specifically, when I look at the technical leaders, there's one thing I, I say to them. I said, there's always the content of what you're doing which is generally informed by the technical training you have had and the experience. But then there's also the context. And the context is what informs why you're doing what you're doing. And I always ask them to invest in the context, be it a business context, be it from the customer view, be it a societal issue. So that outside-in view which frames what you do is quite important. And, and, and to do that... Invest in reading about history, invest in understanding social issues, invest in understanding how customer preferences and societal preferences are evolving so that you're prepared and you anticipate the need and deliver solutions ahead of that. That is, that is phenomenal. In, in essence, no matter how much you think it is about the code and the technology, it is as much or more about the people and the context that the tech, the context in which the technology is solving a problem. And so focus on that as well. Undoubtedly. Awesome. Fahim, this has been a great, great discussion. I think anybody that listens to it is going to deeply appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much for giving us your time and for the partnership that we've cultivated over the last decade or so. Really appreciate it. No, thank you, Chet. I've always learned a lot from you and I look forward to doing the same over the years to come. We hope you take away the importance of not only context and harmony within teams, but that combining aspiration and inspiration is fundamental to get a joint vision of the future, a plan that will get you to the finish line. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Inspired Execution Podcast, hosted by Chairman and CEO of Datastax, Chet Kapoor. We have many more guests with phenomenal stories to come, so stay tuned. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to the series to be notified when a new conversation is released. And feel free to drop us any questions or feedback at inspiredexecution at datastacks.com.